I am out here for you. You don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It is an up at dawn, pride-swallowing siege that I will never fully tell you about, okay? God, help me. Help me, Rod. Help me. Help you. Help me. out there in the CBC universe, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred, and as always, I've got my gracious co-host, Chris, the uncontested creator, Gus it is! What's up, man? How you doing? Going analog, I see. Yeah, yeah. Fucking soundboard took a big shit on me, so we're gonna we're gonna do analog drops. Oh today. man, poor Soundy. Well, Soundy, I'm sure we'll come bum, back. Bum, 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 bum. Come back with Avengers maybe on the next pod. Uh, that is the trials and tribulations of doing a podcast. Sometimes you run into problems. Sometimes you fix them with uh, with uh, with duct tape, and sometimes you just throw it all in the trash can. <laughs> and uh, that's where we are today. Um, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, real quick, going to do just real quick topical rundowns to give you guys an idea mm, of what's cool. coming up. Uh, we're talking about Avengers Infinity War. Uh, uh, release date has been changed. A Silver Surfer movie in the works. Huge casting corner. Like, really huge. Uh, Tom Cruise in the DCEU. Uh, Kristen Uh-oh. Wiig in the DCEU. Uh, Whedon out on Batgirl, maybe? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, possibly other directors. Uh, another Stan Lee update. These are becoming way more frequent than I would like. Uh, we've got Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur news. Uh, ta Coates working his magic on the Marvel publishing side, as well as some pretty fantastic, uh, and I underline that word, for some uh, untitled Marvel movie release dates coming in 2021 and 2022 so those are make it that long those are yeah right yeah we've got uh i mean the elections are coming up right so uh (laughs) we'll see um yeah so all of that and whatever other random tangents we're going to go on uh before we jump into all of that though i wanted to give a big round of sound and uh our most heartfelt um appreciation to the San Antonio Public Library for uh, having us on as part of their panel and this past week weekend's PopCon, first ever PopCon, we were able to do our yeah. panel. Uh, we yeah. had a wonderful time. I know we're just clapping for ourselves. This Woo! Is what... Entitled sometimes, culture, baby. Woo! Sometimes you gotta stroke that ego, man. Uh, it was nice. Thank you to everybody who came out. Uh, had a pretty good turnout uh, and. Um, also to Catherine, uh, who does the She's Crafty pod, and uh, Nicole for the Alexander Archives. So make sure to check those out if y'all are curious. She's Crafty is like a like a brewery, uh, like a drinking interview podcast. Alexander Archives is like a like a horror, creepy pasta, serial drama thing, uh, yeah. sort of in the in the vein of uh, Welcome to the Night Vale. 
And uh, there's also a lot of uh, like tips and stuff if you want to if you're interested in uh, starting your own podcast on uh, the She's Crafty podcast. Site. Yeah, she's got that blog, right? Catherine's got that yep. blog, and um, there actually may be a bit of a crossover coming up in the in the future there. So we'll we'll see how that works out. Uh, as if we weren't dumb enough without the alcohol, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, let's jump into the news. Um, I gotta admit, Marvel is is getting pretty. They're they're reaching Michael level, Michael Jordan levels of like swag. Oh shit! Closing their eyes for the free throw. Yeah, they're just. Oh, <laughs> I mean they. So they did this thing on social media. I think it was on Twitter. Where they had Robert Downey Jr. from his actual account, like say, "Hey Marvel, like, what's up with this? Like, Infinity War is coming out a week earlier in some countries, but not all. Like, not America. What gives? Can we move it up?" And then Marvel's official Twitter responded with, "Anything for you, Mister Mister Robert Downey Jr." And then <laughs> oh, they, didn't call him, they didn't call him Mr. Stark. And maybe, maybe they did. Maybe they probably did. They were flexing a bit. Uh, and then they're like, like hey, you, Bucky. and then they, and then they had a new poster ad, like, and it said like Avengers infinity war, April. And the a in April was like the Avengers, uh-huh. a April 27th. They're, <laughs> they're, they're getting, they're getting pretty, uh, they're getting pretty confident with what they're, what they're doing here. I'll go ahead and quickly give my take. I honestly think this is a great idea by them. One, mm-hmm. it, it, you, somewhat negate the risk of uh leaked footage um if you're releasing every everything all at the same time mm-hmm. um additionally we've got deadpool 2 <clears throat> which would have been coming out two weeks after uh, uh avengers infinity war and now you've got three weeks in between the two films and that might not sound like a lot but with how well Black Panther's doing in its third week, you can really see that if, if a film, mm. if there aren't any films to compete, you can really stretch your legs with, with, with these big hit films. So ultimately, mm. I think that's what they're doing. But uh, let me ask you this, Chris. Do you think ultimately that this was a smart thing to do for Marvel? Do you like the way they did it? or uh, Or do you think... And or do you think they blinked at Deadpool too? Like they saw that on the horizon, they're like, "Wait, wait, we don't want to, we don't want to start none." You know, like how hmm. do you feel about that? That's an interesting question. Yeah, I guess the you know the Fox and Disney merger hasn't really gone down yet, or I guess the acquisition of Fox by Disney. Um, so yeah, they there's no wires there to cross really, or I guess there are still wires to cross. Right. Um, but um, yeah, not not really. I mean. Uh, we saw DC do this with um, Justice League, right? Or, yeah. or, or Batman vs Superman? They kind of backed down from uh, trying to go head to head with Civil War. Um, yeah, might be a little games of shit like that going on, but I think it's really just because of that 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 uh, spoiler aspect. I mean, this is a big release; you kind of want to get out there first. It's only really moving it up like a week or so, right? It was yeah, it's a week, like May fourth. Yeah, yeah, it's just one week, and you still get you still get the Memorial Day weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'll just be the second yeah. week. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, because it's Memorial Day weekend, there's a chance that the second week will be just as right high grossing as the first week, and that's going to yeah. be amazing for them if that happens. Yeah, Marvel really doesn't have anything to prove at the box office anymore. Yeah, they really, uh, they really, really <laughs> don't. 
But yeah, what are we on? 17, 18 films, number one, opening number one. It's a, yeah. The box office, that's, that's insane. Um, yeah, and I mean, to all those people, like, I'm looking forward to, to Deadpool 2 just as much as anyone else. But as, as well as I think that film was going to do, I, I don't think Marvel was, like, trying to get out of their way. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe doing them a favor, I guess? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, everybody's going to continue to see that movie for that entire month. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're just like, um, I mean, we're not even two months away now. So that's pretty crazy. We're, we're yeah. getting there. And uh, as we promised, no more Infinity War coverage. Like, I actually saw a few news, by, news uh, blurbs and stuff, and I was like, nope. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the only I'd... thing I've seen recently is like a fan-made poster that I think it might be a little bit better than the oh. official poster. It's like of all of the all of the Marvel superheroes kind of forming the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, we might have to throw that on the thread then. For yeah, sure. yeah. I'll, it's on Twitter. I'll, I saw it in passing. I'll find it again for sure. But it looked really awesome. Yep. Again, another plug for you guys to head over to Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod on the podcast thread. We'll have that image for y'all to, to check out. That sounds really awesome. I haven't seen that one yet. Um, so in the same vein, um, and I know you're going to love this, Fox apparently is going full steam ahead as if they're not getting acquired by Disney and, and they're still greenlighting projects and moving forward with pre-production on whatever it is that they're doing. One of those things being a Silver Surfer standalone film Hmm. where the treatment on the script and potentially the script itself will be written by Brian K. Vaughn. How you like them apples, Chris? Oh, juicy. Oh, those ju- apples are so juicy. <clears throat> yeah. Fuck them right off the tree, baby. <laughs> Some Granny Smith? Huh? <laughs> Some Fuji? <laughs> Fuji, yes! The, the, the big, fat Fuji ones, man. Just... I want to I want to tear into the Fuji apple so hard that I don't know if my incisors are going to come out. You got to go run to the bodega and grab those. Those are the, that's where you get the best ones. <laughs> the cat's been warming them up for a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how you bite into them real easily. You know, just glide your teeth glide into that to that apple core. Um, yeah. So clearly, uh, we're, we're we're big Brian K. Vaughn fans here. Uh, again. No. Uh, Runaways, the Hulu show, just baller out, amazing, so fantastic for so many different reasons. Fancy Gert, and you know the fact that you've got and, and, and Brian K. Vaughn, although not well known in any, you know, in any, uh, in any regard in terms of like Hollywood status, is pretty well known in the comic world as being a, a really tremendous writer. So I I can't wait to see what he comes up with. Just uh, just throwing this out there. What, do you, what would you like to see Brian K. Vaughn do with Silver Surfer? Like hmm. in, in your dream, your dream scenario, man. Uh, wow. That's a, that's a stumper. Okay, <laughs> so really well, I'm going to take a stab at it. I'm going to say yeah. that somehow Silver Surfer meets Nico Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Runaways, and, yeah. and then they go off on a, an adventure, romantic adventure, maybe? Okay. North yeah, one of, one of Nico's spells goes really, really wrong, and out comes the Silver Surfer, where she's just in Malibu. She was just trying to get a free rental for the day. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, she she is surfing, but it's a cosmic wave. Oh! 
I feel like there should be one of those cheesy, like, early 90s uh, trailer voiceovers for this. <laughs> she was just looking for a night out, a day out on the beach. He was looking for a way to get back to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> they say Earth girls are easy. Oh, no. When it's time for the Silver Surfer to come into town, the tide's in. You know, I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. It's just it's this so... summer starts up <laughs> for Nico with the surfer. Rated there you R. Go. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Rated yeah. R. Hard. That's a hard R. Oh no. <laughs> they they oh, ain't no laws out in space, baby. Oh no. Can't hear you scream in space. <laughs> in space, nobody can hear you in space. Yeah. That's that's the quote. That's, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. You say it with your chest. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. It's not... um, okay. Uh, so this is... Uh, we're going to jump right into this. Casting Corner. Okay. It's 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 time to, to relax. We just got started, but much like Usain Bolt, we're only yeah. good for about 100 meters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a break already. So early into the podcast. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, so sit back, relax, chill out, get a cup of coffee, get a piece of pie. We're hitting casting corner. All right. This is maybe my favorite casting corner announcement. Oh, no. Of all time. Like, Say it ain't so. This still, this is just a rumor right now, but it's so good. So good. Um, were you at Harry Osborne? Um, <laughs> the, the I'm just so elated. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is already... I, we just posted this today, okay? And it's already getting a ton of feedback online. Lots of people... People are sharing it already. They're, they're liking. They're angry-facing emoji-ing <laughs> this news. And that news is that that Warner Brothers is considering Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise jumping on a couch for Green Lantern, <laughs> for Hal Jordan in a Green Lantern core film. Woo! Good God. <laughs> how, how does that news strike you, Chris? Fucking real? Jeez, are you serious? <laughs> a thousand percent. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, is he going to be like Hal Jordan's dad? In the movie, yeah, it really, it really, really, Maybe really, his, his great uncle. It really depends on how they do this, because because Hal Jordan, in the comic, he kind of ranges in age from about twenty two to about maybe forty two, <laughs> just depending what story you're you're reading. Um, but Tom Cruise usually plays younger than he is. That's that's normal. The the crazy thing about this is that. People are starting to connect the dots. Apparently, Warner Brothers has been sort of circling Cruz. They have a good relationship with him um, from some previous films. But more <laughs> so than that, they've apparently are starting to lock down Christopher McQuarrie as the director for Green Lantern Corps. Now, that guy is not only the writer of Edge of Tomorrow, which is actually a really good film starring Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. uh, he also directed, I think, one, if not two, of the 
the um, Mission Impossible, the more recent Mission Impossible films, which of mm. course are produced and star Tom Cruise. In fact, if you look back at their like IMDb, they've collaborated, I think, on something like six or seven projects. Wait a minute, have photos been taken of both of them standing next to each other? <laughs> oh no. Are you doing a little Illuminati Scientology? Uh, Does, uh, yeah, yeah. Turn turn the name Chris McQueary upside down. Does it, does it say Tom Cruise? Oh, man. Oh, my, I mean, sort of. Some letters. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if it was Chris McQueary, you could definitely probably get Tom Cruise out of that. Um, so so they've, they've collaborated in the past and have had a lot of success. And apparently what Warner Brothers... Uh, is trying to do now in lieu of the tepid response to Justice League is for something like Green Lantern, they want a, a well-established Hollywood actor to, to play the Ooh. titular role. Oh, shit. Shots fired at Ryan Reynolds. Well, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They actually apparently approached Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. to play Green Lantern again. <laughs> and... I haven't seen his response, but I think it was probably something like, ha 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 shut the fuck up. Like, you know, they, uh, there's, I just don't think he would do it. He's already busy with Deadpool. Um, he's got some other projects that he's working on. Maybe he would do it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he would, but it doesn't seem like there's any love lost there for Ryan Reynolds and, um, and Green Lantern. Every uh, every now and then, Reynolds does pick up a check. Like he did that one. Uh, like uh, I'm dead, but I'm still a cop movie with. Uh, oh, R.I.P.D. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whoever the hell that was. The Men in Black yeah. ripoff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's all I that. Mean, he, there's also that one where he's like, "I got a married Sandra Bullock, or I'm fired." Oh. <laughs> I don't. I I don't know. Maybe that's the plot of the movie. I have no idea. Sexual harassment, but cool. The movie. Right, because I'm good looking, so it's not sexual harassment. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, the sexual harassment's not cool, of course. Uh, but uh, yeah. So Tom Cruise, Chris McQuarrie, people are connecting the dots. Um. <laughs> is that is that a hard pass from you then? Uh, yeah, man. Shit. I mean, fuck. Who's? Can we get an older star? I mean, why not? Why don't we go older? Who the fuck? Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Sam well, Jackson could be a good Green Lantern. What about uh, uh, what about Clint Eastwood? Yeah, motherfucker's still around, right? Clint, uh, Clint Eastwood as uh, as Hal Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is Christopher Lee dead? I think Christopher Lee's dead. R.I.P. He's, he's actually dead. Uh, we need to get uh, Jay. Jay Alexis, who's been on the podcast before. Yeah, he, Louis Anderson. Throw Jay's, him in there. Jay's a <laughs> Louis and wow. Jay's a really <laughs> big Jordan uh, and uh, Sinestro fan. So I, I'm really, I, I I don't think Jay would be on board with this. Though. Mm. Um, I mean. Actual casting wise, I mean Tim Roth. If you're gonna go this age range, um, Eric Stoltz is out there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Liam Neeson, John Hamm. Ooh, John Hamm, I like that, I like that. I think he could do a good Hal Jordan. Fucking Jake Gyllenhaal would be better as Hal Jordan than well, Batman. He's gonna be Batman. He can't. Where Maggie you... Gyllenhaal. Ah, oh, yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal. That'd be good. What if what if, what if they got Jake Gyllenhaal to do both? Yeah, again, again. <laughs> oh no! Only, 
basically Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Keaton being all these characters in these movies. <laughs> so Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal is DC, and Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton's the, the, the Marvel. Okay. <laughs> uh, moving on. Oh no. No 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 no. no. We're staying right here. Michael Keaton as Thanos is the biggest misstep that Marvel has made to date. They should have casted him instead of Purple Shack as Thanos. There we go. Yeah. Hot take. Purple Shack. Hashtag Purple Shack. Um, other casting news. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. When you think of Kristen Wiig, do you think of a an action hero? An action mm. star? Uh, I, I mean, she, she did some work in The Martian, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kristen Wiig is, has been tapped to play Cheetah. In Wonder Woman 2. Which I, I look, I love Kristen Wiig. Oh, she... that's Wonder Woman 2. I thought it was World War 2. Oh, okay. I thought they were going real meta with everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Kristen Wiig, fabulous actress, and she she's, she's done a lot of really good comedic stuff. Not a whole lot in the way of drama. You Not got a... your Ghostbusters 2. You got your Bridesmaids. You got your... Bridesmaids. Uh, already said the Martian. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she was in that. She was in like another one. Um, uh, Fast and the Furious Five. Nope. I'm pretty sure she's not in Go that. Go check it. Go check it. You can't. You can't say I'm wrong. All right. Go I'm actually. It. This is. I am gonna IMDb. I, I, only because for some reason I can't remember other things that she's in. Uh, she voiced Sailor Moon for twelve years. Um, Crystal Wig, two eyes. Yeah, I know, I know, but there she is. And and, and two eyes, her name as well. She's got two eyes. She also has two eyes, her names. Uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. She was good in that. Uh, Skeleton Twins. Didn't see that. Uh, what, Despicable Me. There you go. She did a voice in Despicable Me. She was the minions. She's she's all the minions. Uh, sausage party. Okay, that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the starring part? Kielbasa. She was in the show called uh, Saturday Night Live. What? Never heard of it. And uh, just kidding. Um, so Kristen Wiig though, but predominantly known for her comedic chops. Yeah. Interesting that they're throwing her in a superhero film, and she's going to be the villain. Um. Do you think that maybe they're going to go kind of Ant-Man with this one? It is going to be set in the 80s as well. Mm. Do you think they're going to go Ant-Man? Like kind of make it a little like a bit of an action comedy? Right. A little bit of a little bit of Ragnarok in there too. Yeah. Um definitely. I mean, that's a trend, uh, but I think with the success that Wonder Woman had, I mean, why change that formula at all? <laughs> I think um, I think Gal Gadot actually is very charming and like I think she can Pardon me. I think she can actually play along, yeah, in that capacity. But I, I do think you bring up a great point. Why stray so far from what the first movie was? Yeah, Thor Ragnarok was a reaction because that's that, the Thor series was all right, but it was just all right. I mean, to actually kick some life into it, to to ramp it up, you actually had to plug into something else. So uh, thankfully, Taika Waititi and uh, and them got on the same page, and it was but it was great. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I don't think there was that much wrong with Wonder Woman. You don't really need to change that tone. 
Yeah. I mean, we we could. This could be a thing where, like, you know, like Jim Carrey did some serious roles um, earlier. Twenty three. Yeah. Oh man, number twenty three. Uh, but like, uh, you know, Man on the Moon the or whatever. Yeah. Yes, The Mask. In Living Color. Ace Ventura Two. I mean, that that man was a fire in that show. Um, this is as serious as it gets, man. <laughs> Kristen Wiig could surprise us, is what I'm saying. Um, oh, for sure. She's very talented, so I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm not in support of this this casting. Cause I actually think it could be really great. I'm just curious as to what the tone of the film is going to be. We'll, we'll keep our eye on that one. Um, all right, so I guess that we're moving out of casting corner. I'm exhausted because just the Tom Cruise thing just blew my mind. <laughs> I just picture him smiling and jumping on couches. You know, the first thing you do is just smiling. like spread uh, Scientology with the ring just all throughout. <laughs> that would be his construction. He would make more yeah. uh, more outreach centers yeah, of Scientology. More Thetan monitoring stations. Yeah. Oh, man. That, that's the core. that's the Green Lantern core. Oh no! Oh shit! I'm, I'm gonna watch this movie for sure now. It's just <laughs> it's all gonna be Scientology propaganda, masquerading as a superhero movie. <laughs> it's Battlefield Earth all over again. Oh no! We, the, that might be you know everyone keeps talking about the superhero bubble. That might be where it pops. <laughs> that might be the end. Let's let's hope not. Let's hope not. Uh, okay. Burn it all. All right, we, we were pretty psyched about this when it was first announced. And then uh, the man in question got himself in a bit of hot water and people were a little more uh, tepid, I guess. And now it looks like he's out. Joss Whedon is out on Batgirl. Okay, uh, he was going to do the Batgirl movie for Warner Brothers and apparently he's left the project stating that he just does not have the proper story to tell with that character. Mm. He couldn't find the proper story. I I find that very hard to believe. One, because Barbara Gordon is one of the most rich characters in all of comics, not even just DC comics, but all of comics. Um, you know, you can, you can do her as Batgirl, you can do as Batgirl and then Oracle, if you mm. want. Um... You know, Joss tends to love doing, like, strong female leading protagonist characters. It's really weird that he kind of is bowing out of this. Hmm. I, you know, I almost wonder if the uh, the backlash from his uh, alleged indiscretions against his wife sort of made people kind of pull him, pull him away from the project. What do you think? Hmm. That's a very real possibility. I mean, um... Yeah, again, uh, you know how much I love uh, Joss Whedon properties. Uh, so uh, invoking de- death of the author is always always a cool idea, <laughs> but you can definitely see how the person behind the camera or behind the script, you know, they'll, they'll have hard times and have to bow out a project a la Zack Snyder. Um, but um, it, it's just, it, it's I don't know, I think it might be superhero fatigue for him because yeah. he had the Avengers 1 and 2 and then um, he, he filled in for Zack for uh, Justice League. Yeah. So, I don't know. It just might be kind of, for him, mentally exhausting at this point to kind of come up with these, uh, like, you know, bombastic, while still having character development type of scripts. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Oh, we're recording. We're recording this like right after the Oscars too. And Jordan Peele won for best original screenplay. And during his speech, he goes, "I must have quit writing this story about twenty times. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to get like a solid ninety pages or one twenty pages on paper." Right. Yeah, so, that, that first yeah. thirty is not too too bad, but like, right? Yeah, after that. Oh, Act Two. <laughs> where act stories two, go to die. Act three. Act three. The act that never happens. That never materializes. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Yeah, I, it's it's interesting. It's interesting, and people I think are gonna are gonna hypothesize about what's actually happening here, uh, and where that where is the truth. But but either way, uh, the kind of a cool thing that has spun out of this is that in a rare, what seems to be like a really solid, smart move by Warner Brothers, is a moment of clarity. Yeah, if you can believe it, Warner Brothers is now looking to a female director for the Batgirl hey. film. And why not? Sure. Um, you know, obviously, um, I I would look to uh, to what? Oh man, uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Oh yeah. Uh, um. Um. Uh. Uh. Bum, bum, da, 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 music man. while we look up yeah, the actor. It's, it's it up. Starts with a K. Okay. K- K- Kathleen. Uh, Ka- not Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, nope. That's that's Marvel. Yeah, but that's uh, Star Wars. Locker, director. Uh, she was married to. to what's See, this sucks. We we're we're referencing her by her ex-husband, Catherine, Catherine Bigelow, Catherine Bigelow, Catherine Cat- Bigelow, not <laughs> Bigelow. not James Cameron. <laughs> we did not do that. Okay, we no, almost no, no, no. did. I was just gonna point out that she beat him out for Avatar. Uh, she Hurt Locker won. Yeah. And he, he responded, not with grace, not with, like, the old familiarity of a former spouse, but he kind of, like, played choked her yeah. in, the, in, the, in the seats in the, of the theater. So, like, not cool. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know, to rub it in his face again, Avatar, eh-eh, go spend a billion dollars, take a shit, eat it. Man, isn't it crazy that James Cameron was originally tapped to direct the first Spider-Man movie back in, like, 1992? Yeah, was John Cusack attached to that point? I think John Cusack was attached. Yeah, oh. just, just peripherally. God, like I, I feel like that could have been a great film, though. You know, for the time, I don't think it would have yeah. aged too well, probably. But you know, you know who I had for my uh, for Mary Jane for that one, right? Who do you got? Nicole Kidman. John Cusack. John Cusack. John Cusack. That's my yeah. idea, man. That's my yeah. idea. So I used to joke. I used to joke. I think I told you this. In college, in screenwriting, I used to joke with my my associate professor. She did not like this idea. <laughs> I kept trying to to pitch romantic comedies with Jake <laughs> and Maggie Gyllenhaal as the leads. And she was like, "No, the no one's gonna do that. They're not gonna let you do that." <laughs> Jake and Maggie might. You don't know. I mean, you know, they love each other. Like a brother and a sister do. No, 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 no. That's a poster and that's a tagline. <laughs> it's up to the audience to decide. They love each other. Oh, man. Um, I'm just saying there's some probably some chemistry there. Okay, this is getting real weird. Um, there's some biology there too, bro. That's all I'm saying. Oh, wow. Uh, but they are looking for a female director for Batgirl. I don't know if Catherine Bigelow would, would take this kind of project on. <laughs> But if she was open to it, I, I think they should definitely look in her direction. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Um, Lexi Alexander, the director of Punisher Warzone. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's a she's a real interesting person. She actually won an Academy Award for her short film uh, years and years and years ago. And then the next project they gave her was Punisher Warzone. And the studio got so involved in that film that they kind of ruined it for her. And, and she didn't get any work for like the longest time. But I, I think she does some TV stuff now. Mm. They they might want to look in her direction. I really doubt that they would, but but she does have some experience with uh, superhero properties. So, and she's yeah. she's really interesting. She's kind of got like a Luke uh, Besson or Besson uh, vibe to her, like the guy who did Fifth Element. She's just kind of got like this weird sort of like this is gonna sound weird, but she's got, like a weird foreign energy. <laughs> You mean you mean she's like uh, she's about six foot nine, but she still shoots a three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. She can space the floor, is what I'm saying. Oh, um, nice. I think she's got this thing where she looks at the America through a prism of like America's excess through this like foreign prism, and then kind of does interesting things with it. Uh, but anyway, moving on, moving on. Uh, yeah, okay, we got to save Stan again, again. Holy hell. Sebastian Stan? No, man. Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Excelsior. You know, like uh, the, the, the the grandfather of Marvel Comics. You know, the... Godspeed, Spider-Man. Yeah, there you go. That was good. That was... We don't need the soundboard anymore. We've got human ingenuity. <laughs> uh... <laughs> no, apparently, apparently, Stan is in, is in real trouble. He's got pneumonia. Okay. Yeah. He just released this video, and we're going to put that on the thread. I was actually going to play it like live here in the pod. It's about, it's only about a minute and a half, but it is just so soul crushingly depressing to hear that we would not be able to recover for the rest of the podcast. Uh, That's not the kind of derailment I enjoy. Um, It's really sad. It's, he sounds defeated. Uh, Weird thing is he's got pneumonia. He's at home. He's not in the hospital, which is, Real weird, you know, for somebody his age. I feel like, uh, you know, they want to keep him in the hospital until he gets better. Um, but, you know, and then there's all this weird stuff going on with him. Apparently, Max Anderson, his caretaker of 14 plus years, was unceremoniously fired uh, by Stan's daughter. And apparently hmm. now nobody can get a hold of Stanley directly. His daughter is like, she's doing a box too, like Dikembe Mutombo, throwing some bows in the paint. Like nobody's getting in there. Like she's like Alonzo Mourning, man. Nobody's getting in. Wow. Um, to the point where now Neil Adams, uh, of course, uh, very very famous and crotchety old man. By the way, I met him in person. Uh, crotchety uh, illustrator artist Neil Adams, legendary comic artist. And J. Scott Campbell, also very prolific artist, has worked for Marvel and DC, both who know Stan personally, are concerned enough to the point where they're trying to get social media awareness of the situation. Wow. They've they've drafted a letter kind of out to creatives that have ever worked with Stan to reach out to him, to try to get a hold of him, to like shake the tree a bit because they're, they're getting really concerned and none of this sounds good. No. Okay. There's this news that came out where Max Anderson, right when he got fired was embezzling a million dollars 
And, like, the housekeeper was, like, taking <coughs> naked showers with Stan. It was this really weird news, and they all Ugh. hit kind of in conjunction. And looking back on it, that's exactly how you do a smear job. Mm-hmm. And I, it really is concerning. I don't know where the truth is here. Like, nobody knows yet. All I know is that Stan is sick. Does not sound well. Does not look well. <coughs> and, uh, I mean, Godspeed. Stanley, like seriously, what? I'm really worried. This is the most yeah. worried I've ever been about the man, for sure. Yeah, nobody deserves to go through anything like this. Um, it's, it's it's kind of a. Uh, it's good that we have eyes on it now, but yeah, this is these are dire straits. Yeah, and all the comic like all the comic fans are just losing their minds over this because, you know, it, it feels like you're going to lose it the way the way the way things are playing out right now. Just I'm hoping for some good news. Hopefully in the next few days we'll hear something. But uh, you know, hashtag safe stand. Um, we'll try to throw some some more articles on the uh, on the Facebook page as we get you know further updates on his condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, I mean, there's no easy transition here. Um, I'm going to give you four words. Yeah. And you just tell me what you think they mean. Okay. Okay. Moon girl. Devil okay. dinosaur. Hmm. Moon girl, devil dinosaur. <laughs> uh, all right. Wow. Is this the famed Sailor Moon Dragon Ball Z crossover where one of the dinosaurs that Gohan was riding as a kid has like the Majin symbol on him now? Wow. And they have to fight. Wow. Hey, shouts out to Dragon Ball Super though, man. That that show's pretty good. Started watching it on a Crunchyroll. Yeah. Oh. Um, Proud yeah. sponsor of combo characters. <laughs> Not yet. Where those where are those national dollars at? Uh, <laughs> Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur is a comic book property from Marvel. It stars the little the Moon Girl is is uh, Lunella Lafayette. I like that they use the alliteration like Peter yeah. Parker like that. Like, they stuck with it, but she's a little girl. She's like six or eight years old in the comic. She's like a genius in the comic as well. Devil huh. Dinosaur. I don't actually know that much about Devil Dinosaur. Uh, but he's a dinosaur. He's a giant red dinosaur. He's like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Mm-hmm. At one point, I know there's a comic with Captain America riding on Devil Dinosaur. All right. I don't know what that's all about, but I know that it's a thing that exists. So <laughs> anyone out there who's listening wants to go check it out and let me know. Feel free. Um, but the reason I bring them up is that there is going to be a Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur animated show in the works for uh, one of the Disney channels. They haven't nailed that down yet. But apparently the uh, impetus for this is that uh, with the success of of Black Panther, because everything is seen through the prism of color, apparently. Oh, by the (laughs) way, Moon Girl is is Um, African-American. They're like, oh, okay, we got got something for y'all. It hit! It hit! Go, oh, everybody go. Go, go, go. Everybody, it's like the, the beach at Normandy, man. Go, go, go. Everybody get, who's getting shot? Nobody cares. Keep going out the boats. Go out the DCEU's boats. DCEU's over there trying to pick up their blown off right leg. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Marvel's uh, Marvel's being a bit opportunistic here. And, and uh, sure, I mean, hopefully it's good. and And why not? Uh, they yeah. they do okay with their animated shows. DC tends to do a little better, but mm. no, it'd be kind of cool. I mean, uh, 
for me, there's a possibility that uh, Molly can ride Old Lace and do battle with Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Oh, that would be nice. A little, a little crossover. Wouldn't yeah. be wouldn't be mad at that. Also, you know, we talked last time when we talked about Black Panther. Representation is important. And I think now more than ever, having a dinosaur prominently <laughs> featured in an animated cartoon <laughs> is something we've been waiting 65 uh, oh, million no. years for. <laughs> 65 million years in the making. <laughs> That's a great tagline, man. They should definitely use that. They should use that. They should use that. I, I doubt that they will. Um, okay. <laughs> the voice you're now hearing is of Richard Kiley. <laughs> other other cool um, news, and I, you know, I don't actually, I tried to, I, I suspect that again, this is somehow tied to the success of Black Panther. But maybe not, because I didn't see it like directly quoted or associated. But you kind of, kind of maybe. Go, 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 go. Right. Tanahasi Coates is gonna take the writing duties on for Captain America, which I think is great. So Tanahasi Coates, for those that don't know, is a nationally respected writer, uh, New York Times bestseller, author. And he's been the author of the of the very recent Black Panther comic book, or the the very recent uh, uh, iteration of of uh, iteration, sorry, of of Black Panther, and um, it's really good. It's a really really good read. If if if, um, if anyone out there is looking for for something, they saw Black Panther and they want to read a comic that, that, that like more. has the same essence. Read the Tanyasi Coates run on Black Panther. He also has a comic, I believe it's called The People of Wakanda. Um, or maybe it's just called Wakanda. It, it's pretty good. I've only read like maybe one or two issues of that. That has it's been called, canceled. It's called, What Are Those? <laughs> okay, so there's a theory about that, by the way. Yeah. Because that's a bit out of place, right? Like, that's a kind of older meme, like... Yeah, I guess so, yeah. But the Black Panther movie is supposed to take place directly after... Civil War, right? Which came out oh yeah like maybe a year or two ago. So maybe uh-huh. they're like they purposefully threw that reference in to kind of fit the time. Huh, man. I think, whatever. I think I think they still got Vine in Wakanda, and it's still as great as it used to be. Oh, uh, jeez. That you know, if any, if there's any place where they could appreciate the magic of Vine, it would be Wakanda. <laughs> Hashtag Wakanda forever. Um, yeah. So. Anyway, Tanahasi Coates is going to take on Cap. I believe the tagline I came up with earlier was um, first, uh, he, first he took on Wakanda. Can he make Captain America great again? Hey, Romeo. <laughs> That's a good one. Tanahasi Coates. <laughs> Marvel, I'm here, by the way, if you want me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're dropping these, you're dropping these gems for free, man. I know. I'm over there like Salt Bay, uh, Gem Bay Thanos <laughs> throwing the gems down. <laughs> um, but yeah, looks good. Look, I mean, I'm I'm down for Tony Scott or whatever the whatever the hell he wants. He's a damn good writer. So, you know, for people that think that comic books and look, this is and this is probably more true for Marvel on the publishing side mm-hmm. than DC. Uh, there's a lot of crap Marvel books out there that are, Ooh, that are hot take. 
there's a lot of bad writing going on right now in comic books. Uh, honestly, the best stuff is like a lot of the Valiant and Image and independent books. You've got mm. some good DC stuff and like a like smattering of good Marvel. I recommend the uh, Thanos book uh, that's out right now by uh, uh, by uh, uh, Donny Cates. Oh, Coates, Cates, Cates. Uh, Darko. Donny Cates. Uh, he's actually a, a Texan native, but he's doing some great things with Thanos. And um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, there's there's just not a lot going on. Yeah. On the Marvel side, unfortunately, I, I I really look forward to a lot of image stuff more than anything else. <laughs> I was gonna uh, tell you, uh, go go ahead. No, no, yeah, like they had that um the phonogram, like the Immaterial Girl run a while ago. Uh, mm-hmm. The only thing I really keep up with Marvel is Runaways. Yeah, I, I think I remember I pimped out a, a comic called Cal Exit before. Oh yeah, yeah, I got the Kay. first issue of that. Yeah, yeah, okay, and that's good. That means you have the entire run so far. I think issue two is either just came out or is coming out in the next week or so. Oh, word! I just yeah. I thought I just dropped off on it. No, no, no. It, it's it's been slow coming for some reason. Still right. going. Um, but that's another good one, Cal. Exit. Uh, okay. We're gonna end this pod with a lot of speculation. It's almost like we're a real news network, <laughs> <laughs> giving you some fair and balanced bullshit uh, coming up. Both sides of our mouths. Uh, and But it's some really cool news. So Marvel has released tentative dates on six future MCU films spanning from May of 2021 through July of 2022. Okay, and there's, there's six films total, three per year. So we've got one in May, uh, J- uh, July, and November of 2021 and then february may and july of 2022 and what we're going to do now is speculate as to what those movies are going to be so we'll just take turns chris yeah first film out the shoot 2021 may may 7th 2021 what do you think that movie could be so to start off, where we where did we stop with the current uh, batch of movies we got? Is it uh, Captain Marvel? Is where it ends on the release date, I release believe, schedules? I believe so. We'll go with. Or is, that. It, or is there Infinity War four or Avengers four? No, I, I don't think I don't that's know. I don't think that's officially slated yet. So. Okay. So. Hmm. Uh, by this point, the Fox acquisition should be complete. Mm-hmm. Uh, right out the bat, Fantastic Four, baby. Yeah, see, we underlined that earlier at the very beginning of the podcast. It was a fantastic news. I'm right there <laughs> with you. I I want this to happen in the worst way. And just, you know, for those that are like, well, wait, wait, wait. Fantastic Four was not good. Uh, the, the Jessica Alba ones were not that good. You're right. The one that came out more recently. Fanforstick. Fanforstick is god-awful, and you are right. But here's the thing. Michael B. Jordan was in that movie. People, people don't remember. He was the he was the Human Torch. Is he the Flames? As Ig would say, he was not the Flames in that movie. And, and and but that I say that to illustrate a point. As Eric Killmonger, arguably the best MCU villain to date. Mm-hmm. And one thing you definitely can't take away from Michael B. Jordan is that he is a damn good actor. 
and and really brought a lot to that role. So if a guy with that level talent looks that bad in that fantastic yeah. four stick movie, <laughs> then then that just goes to show you that really all the potential of the property in that film was was wasted. Mm-hmm. And 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 didn't live up to that potential. So I'm right there with you, man. I think yeah. with the right creative talent behind the scenes, behind the camera, behind the keyboard, right, to get a good script or a good treatment out there, Fantastic Four would be. I mean, that's the first family of superheroes. Yeah. All right. Let me pitch you this though. So how about we see some exploits like uh. Fantastic Four. We don't. We skipped the origin story completely. They're just on a mission. They're doing something. They're saving something. They already got the uniforms on and everything, but the camera pans up, uh, kind of, kind of slowly backs out, and it's actually a video feed. It's actually on a TV. You were actually in Latveria, and it's Doctor Doom watching it, and it's actually a Doctor Doom version of Fantastic Four. There you go. I'm in. Doom's great. <laughs> Doom. Doom is one of my favorite villains. I mean, might be my favorite villain. Uh, least, that's what they're, that's what they're missing out on by not having the Marvel, uh, the Fantastic Four property in, in MCU. Is like we get a lot of Doom stories going on. Yeah, Doom's great, and not only that, Doom, Doom more than maybe any other villain in the Marvel universe, cross pollinates like a mother. Yeah, he fights Spider Man. He fights Iron Man. He fights Fantastic Four. He's fought the X Men. He's fought the Avengers. He's fought everybody. I think he fought uh, <laughs> Namor Submariner at one point. Uh, you know, Floyd like, Mayweather. He fought Floyd Mayweather. It was a no decision, no contest. <laughs> no, <it> was... <laughs> no low contender, eh? They just didn't show up to court? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that would be great. I'm all in on Fantastic Four. Let me take the next one. Um, I'm just, I don't know what order these are really going to come out in, but I'm gonna, this is easy. This is easy. But Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yeah, that's, that's um, yeah. They're clearly going to make another one after the second one. Um, I've heard rumblings that apparently James Gunn wants to do a very significant tonal shift with the franchise, which is really interesting. All right. Um, kind of in the way that Thor did for Thor Ragnarok, but maybe in reverse. Go up, go super serious. Like, or maybe just more dire and more, like, dark. I, I don't know, but but I remember I did read somewhere that like that that he was wanting to do something very different for the third okay. one. Okay, and then I'll add this on top of that. Uh, this is just I forget, I didn't put this on the slack, but apparently uh, he and Mark Hamill are practically neighbors, and uh. somehow through Twitter, somebody got a hold of Mark Hamill. And was like, hey, Mark Hamill, why aren't you in the MCU? And he's like, I don't know. I would love to be in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> That's a great Hamill. <laughs> 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 the, oh, God. The, the hammer don't hurt him. I mean, yeah. uh, but then apparently James Gunn saw this on Twitter and was like, uh, yeah, man, you're like my neighbor. Like, come over and. <laughs> we'll talk about it. So, so that's That'd the thing. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so what you're saying is they're going from like the '70s, like uh, classic rock, and maybe maybe more to like '80s alternative, you know, 
maybe some Smiths, maybe some Cure. Right, some early some REM, Port- yeah. Joy Division. Oh, okay. Oh, some Joy Division. Yeah. Okay, yeah. actually, you know what? If you had to to describe the tone of Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. I think if you went for a Joy Division like parallel, I think that would be mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. I think that is what they should go for. That mm-hmm. sounds great. Great take, Chris. Let me see <laughs> some Echo and the Bunny Man up in there, man. Ooh, ooh. Yes. The Killing Moon, motherfucker. Yes, please. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> wow. All right, man. Uh, third, third film. Third film. Last film of 2021. Uh, November 5th, 2021. Uh, all right. Um, let me see. Marvel's getting real, real creative with it. I, I, I see Marvel like uh, it's just heat check after heat check. Um, you know what? They're gonna reboot Spider-Man. <laughs> really? Okay. It's not even Homecoming two. It's just straight up reboot of Spider-Man with Miles Morales. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, okay. not even not even taking not even taking into consideration the animated movie you got coming on, and I think uh, is it later this year or is it 2019? I think it's I think it's the end of this of this year. Not even taking that into consideration. It's gonna reboot the property. Nobody's gonna notice. It's been done about four or five times now. <laughs> I mean, I can't even be mad at the stake because I want Miles Morales real bad <laughs> in in the MCU. So I'll take it. But, but on the real though, it would be um, something to get like the younger cast into it because we already have uh, Captain Marvel coming out, so we can't really follow that up too quickly with the new kind of Captain Marvel or the new Miss Marvel. Right. So. Um, I don't know. Something to get that kind of thread going because uh, at this point we definitely have to start considering about contracts, right? I mean, the shelf life of the current Avengers is is is. I mean, are we past the half life? Yeah. So yeah. we got to get some new blood in there. Definitely. Um, I mean, I you know you throw it out there. I I wouldn't mind seeing a Miss Marvel even at that juncture, because that's still three years from now. Yeah. You know. You could, yeah, it's you plenty of time do... for for pre production. Yeah. Um okay, let's 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 move on. Uh so first movie of of 2022, this would be February 19th, 2022. I'm going to say that unless it's already been earmarked earlier and I'm just not remembering, but I'm uh, going to go with Black Panther sequel here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to go for too. Um yeah, as for a possible storyline uh, well, let's see. They basically took Lion King uh, on the first <laughs> run, so maybe like an Aladdin situation. Hmm. You know, like he's, a. He's showing Nakia Wakanda again. Well, no, yeah, he's he's taking he's taking her out on one of those hover bikes. <laughs> T'Challa, uh, we live here. I know this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna do it. I was gonna do. It. I was gonna try. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm backing, I'm backing away. You won't. You won't. I just. I don't want to have to edit this out later. So it's just, <laughs> just gonna save myself the trouble. That's fair. Uh, no, but like maybe, uh, maybe somebody has some kind of amulet that mimics the powers of the heart-shaped herb. Okay. And uh, and it grants them powers, but maybe also corrupts their mind. Mm. And. Um, they're just causing trouble in Wakanda, and it's trouble time. Yeah, 
And and, and maybe uh, and then I I'd hate to see this happen, but I would definitely like to see Winston Smith again as Mbaku. Uh, maybe he gets killed in this one by the by the uh, villain. Uh, you know, that would be like, oh no. He's been watching from the mountains, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Technological advancements. Challenge. Yeah. Overseen by a child. Um, <laughs> by the way, hashtag Mbaku challenge is, is great. And if, if y'all haven't seen that, please check it out on like Twitter and I think maybe Facebook. Hashtag Mbaku challenge. Really, really good stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's what I see on, uh, yeah. on February. What do you see for May of 2022? Hmm. Um. Man, we're kind of <laughs> running, running at the bottom of the barrel here. But um, you know what? I, I'm gonna say like again, in the spirit of heat checks, uh, in the spirit of like reclaiming uh, past wrongs or past missteps, maybe uh, Ghost Rider. Oh, okay. Maybe Robbie Reyes, but um, yeah. I mean, why not at this point? <clears throat> like I said, the Avengers might need some rebuilding. They might need some uh, strong pieces to kind of uh, fill out that crew. So I, I think the Ghost Rider should be part of that. I like it. You have to take into consideration that, that he sort of exists in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And technically that's part of the MCU. So do you use that same mm. version of Ghost Rider? I'm, I'm, either way, even if you disregard that, I mean, I'm actually by 2022, I'm pretty sure Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. won't be a thing. If it is, that, that'd be a triumph. Power to Fitz and Simmons, man. Fitz! <laughs> the power of Fitz! It's just going to be him by then, man. Just him running just the, the show. show. Just fucking Fitz. Like, uh, <laughs> dude, I, would, I would watch that <laughs> on repeat. It's like the Social Network poster. It's just Fitz, uh, his his face is the poster and just Fitz right across his face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I think, you know, a lot of people have asked me after Black Panther came out, um... You know, they're like, well, where, where, where are the Hispanic superheroes or what are they? Mm-hmm. Like, who are they? And we're, we're going to do like a topical episode on that uh, in the future. Uh, probably bring on a panel of people, actually. But um, this would be a good opportunity for Marvel to do that with mm-hmm. the, with the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider. Uh, the cool thing about Ghost Rider is when he's in Ghost Rider form, it can be anybody. So if you want to throw some... <clears throat> representation, Hispanic uh, representation out there, and also have your ghostwriter, you can do that. And people should not get that upset about it. They probably will. Uh, but I, yeah, I would. I, I mean, also, yeah. Actuarial tables being what they are, hopefully most of those people will die by this point. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. I really. It's going to be real interesting to see what the world's like in 2022, actually. <laughs> um, the other cool thing about ghostwriter is that. If you use the budget well, he mm-hmm. he really lends himself to great special effects mm-hmm. and really dynamic visuals as a character. So I think that's a good choice. I like it. Yeah, I, I mean, like go back to go back to Doctor Strange. See what see what they were able to do with that with a nice sense of kind of style, uh, kind of like throwing it back to the seventies era. Or think of like the the fucking spirit realm from Black Panther. Mm-hmm. My God, that looked amazing. Oh, so beautiful, man. That the yeah, ancestral I'll, realm. Oh, jeez, yeah. just all he needs is the right eye, the right kind of the right vision for it. Yeah, just have the right director, right writer, uh, or writer, ghost writer. Ah, 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 words okay. are fun. Yeah, uh, they're also hurtful though, so be mindful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, last oh, one. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> July July 29th, 2022. I'm going to do this for from our for our homeboy Ig. Yeah, for the culture one time. For the culture. I know what he would want more than anything. And that's a Dark Hawk film. Oh shit. Dark Hawk. I almost wonder if they do if they don't if they do some other character. Mhm. Like maybe a silver see I don't know what Fox is, but like Silver Surfer or any other cosmic character. And then Darkhawk is also in this film. I don't know that they'll go so, straight up solo Darkhawk film. Also, I think if you wanted to, you could actually make Darkhawk a villain. Hmm. He could be a pretty compelling villain. So, um, kind of more for Ig than anything else, but I'll throw it out there. <laughs> Darkhawk movie to end out 2022. At this point, Marvel would have had like something like 25 number one hit movies in a <laughs> row. So... If there was ever a time where they could... Time to end the streak. <laughs> you know, I actually kind of think... I And I told him this, and he, he's, he just does not want to believe me. He doesn't want to believe that it can be a reality. I told him, I'm like, dude, I, I don't know why, but I think Darkhawk might be in Avengers Infinity War. Oh, shit. I like think he's going to... In a month? I think he's going to get killed in the movie. Oh, shit. But I think he's going to be in it. I just, I feel like they're gonna, dirty like that. I feel like they're gonna sneak in one or two characters that we haven't seen yet, like a Moon Knight. Oh God, I hope they don't do that with Moon Knight because I love Moon Knight. Fucking uh, Modok. Yeah, like a Modok, like a whatever, like a Serpent Society, just some other random characters to throw Big in there wheel. to be to be kind of like cannon fodder, fodder to get killed Slide. off. And actually, if I'm being real serious. Now that I'm looking at somewhere in there has to be Avengers uh, four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. <laughs> right. Unless that's already been announced to a specific date. I don't think it has. So yeah. the, like the May releases for Avengers movies. Although I could definitely see it being that uh, November release too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could always put ghost Rider in July of 22 and then Avengers four in May of that make a little bit more sense. Yeah. And we, you know, we can just take that May, and it can be Avengers Four slash Darkhawk. Yeah, <laughs> whichever one they think is going to make more money. So, up up to Marvel. Up to them. Um, but we'd love to hear from you all uh, what you think these six untitled Marvel films are going to be. Hit us up on Twitter at CB Characters. Hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. We might throw some polls up there. We're definitely going to have uh, pictures, like uh, you said earlier, Chris, of that, that uh, fan-made uh, poster. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to have the sad Stan Lee video and and every and all the other news uh, that we, we see fit to uh, – well, not to print, I guess, fit to post. And um, But, yeah, let us know what you all think. We really are curious what other people um, have in mind for these, these untitled Marvel films. Could go anywhere. And um, – until then, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. So long, y'all. Stay super, everyone. <laughs>